It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Test at home with results in 15 minutes with HealGen COVID rapid antigen tests from Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ, it is Friday, Woo-hoo-hoo. we've made it, we're here, we've got to Friday and we've got a jam-packed, full noise, lads Friday for you coming up, it is 11th of March, it's just after 6 o'clock and well, like I just said, big big show for you and we heard Emma's news, she spoke about it, it is International Plumber's Day. So all you plumbers out there, men, women, tradies, getting up and getting about your work day, this is your day. Your day. So if you, oh, how do I try and say this without, uh, if you want to have a little extended lunch break, go do it. Go do it. If you want to just knock off the tools at two and the other, go do it. This is your day. This is your day. So make the most of it. Because come Monday, like me, back to reality and on that on that is world plumbing day so all you handy men and women out there have a fantastic friday to celebrate we're going to chat to someone who has been a plumber and now travels around schools in new zealand to promote plumbing and the trade business logan dodds who is also sean johnson's one of his best mates so where we chat to about to dodsy about Wow, plumbing, um, his um, endeavours at the moment, he's travelling around and promoting plumbing in schools and, and the trade industry, and he's also a good friend with SJ, so I have a chat to him about Sean as well. Looking forward to chatting to Dodds If you haven't seen, if you don't know who I am uh, talking about, go check out his Instagram, Logan Dodds, and well, he'll make you put your shirt on straight away, as ripped as anything, that fella. Trains extremely hard, so head over there. Um, and then after that, following that, we're going to have... Are we catch up? Well, yesterday we had a bit of a tongue-in-cheek about Brody Retallick, um, who is, you know, 
Brody Metallic's family, who would they, who do they support? And uh, the text machine lit up. We had Maddie, Mc, uh, Maddie, Maddie Keane texting in and said, this is uh, Brooke Retallick's number. So here, get in touch. Anyway, I've messaged him. I've tracked him down. And Brooke is going to come on the show and give us a little bit of banter about Guzzler and, and who his family supports. And Brooke is a absolutely phenomenal uh, rugby player in his own right. He plays 10 for Glenmark. He's played over 150 games of club footy as well. And pretty much carries Mike and... And Matt and the lads around the park, eh, boys? But, um, yeah, looking forward to chatting to Brooke Retallick later on. And then after 8 o'clock, we're going to have a wee chat to uh, one of the big stars over at Flemington on Saturday, Levante. Levante is racing in the $1.6 million new market handicap. And uh, he's his trainer, Ken Kelso, her trainer, sorry, Ken Kelso, who trains Levante, will come on the show. He's over in Flemington in Melbourne, and uh, he's kindly going to get up early and have a wee chat to us about that race, Levante taking on the big stars, the big men in the big sprint race. So looking forward to having a chat to Ken Kelso and then to finish the show off. NRL started with a hiss last night, and PJ, PJ from Puhoy, if you're listening, you remember your bet you had with Louie. He had a bet that the Panthers would lose their first three. Well, Louis going to message you straight away with his address because the Panthers smashed Manly 28-6. Bit of a hiding, really. And my brother, he'll be disappointed. He's a Sea Eagles fan of Manly. Um, but so, PJ, got to pay up, brother. Louis will get in touch. But our Warriors play Saturday night and League and Union fanatic Ken Laban will come on the show to have a wee chat about the day. And there's lots more else going on. We've got to talk about the White Ferns, uh, Matatu Manawa, uh, Super Rugby, Old Picky game last night. It's all happening, so we'll cover it all. But like always, we want to hear from you on the Tempur Bed Post, text machine 8833, or any time. Even give us a call. Me and Ken P, Louie, love to chat to you. 0800-150-811 throughout the morning. You've only got us for three hours, and look, I'll be honest, if I check out at 8.02, I'm halfway to Sydney, but I'll do my best to stay here. We are on for the morning. Stay tuned. I'm going to cross over to the team in Okalangi. going to go to Louie, Kempi, Kez, Joe, and Emma. Good morning. Atamanaho Paratama. Um, beautiful morning up here in Tamaki, Izzy. Jeez, that was a great intro. I love it. I love it. I was a little driving in this morning listening to our, our interview yesterday with Alan Sherrick, man. I haven't laughed so hard first thing in the morning. So, And, I, and I'm gonna, I was just going to say, the rat's been out to buy us our coffees this morning. He's done a good job. He was oh. gone for 45 minutes. <laughs> He's gone for like – like you could, you, could, you could pick up a cricket ball, you could throw it from here and hit McDonald's <laughs> to get the McCafe coffee. And he, and yeah. he jumped in his car. He's gone for 45 minutes. He gets back. He gets back. This is the story. He gets back, he just drops four coffees on the table. Now, I don't drink milk. You know, I'm, I've, I've got Crohn's, so yeah. can't have, I'm you know, yeah. lacto intolerant. I can't have dairy. He's dropped them all on the yeah. table here, four four coffees, and he doesn't know which one's mine. <laughs> they gone for, not only gone for 45 minutes, he's got four coffees. Oh. And he's hasn't, and he's hasn't just <laughs> come back with four nondescript <laughs> McCafe cups, <laughs> takeaway cups, and no one knows what's what's. And in COVID times, it's not. Oh, I'm going to talk. I'm going to have a chat to Ruben. Mate, the only thing I put in my my contract was to get the coffee right. One coffee every morning. Yeah. Get that right. And look, 
It's Friday. I've been here all week. It's the first one you've got, and you have not got that right, Joe. You need to pick your game up, son. Joey, write a reply. Look, knowing Joey, he'll be stressing out. He'll be bright as a beetroot as well. Look, let's 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 have a wee chat, Joey. Yeah, it was tough. Yourself? It was tough. I, I got on the motorway by accident, and so I, I, <laughs> I, I ended up going to Macca's about twenty minutes away from uh, where we are. Oh. <laughs> and then I unfortunately got stuck in rush hour traffic on the way back. But um, it was really stressful, oh. you know. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> I had all these vouchers with me and stuff because I'm not going to pay. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so the poor person at the till had to put the vouchers in individually and they gave him like five, five dollar ones. So it took a long time. Yeah. Joey, Joey. One thing I've learned about you since being on the show is you've crashed two cars. Three, actually. Three, three. Okay, you've crashed three cars. You've got no sense of direction. Um, you're an absolute liability. We love you. You're an absolute champion. But look, I came and I sat in my seat because I was just watching the players' championship on the TV at the moment, and it's rain delay. But they've just started back again. I jump in my seat. It's five fifty-seven. <laughs> Everything's dark. <laughs> Studio's dark. <laughs> my ears is quiet, and I'm like, "Wow, we're on in about three minutes. Where the, where's everyone?" And then I just see the boys racing, and I see Joey stressing with his big coffee, four coffees, and I was thinking, "Oh, poor bugger, he'll be stressing out." But we've done it. We've made it, lads. It's Friday, and we've got a jam-packed show. I'm pumped. Yeah, we're actually under control today, boys. We've got a. You you summed it up beautifully. Um, while we were trying to work, <laughs> Kempi was doing a taste test for <laughs> trying to work out which coffee was his. We've got so much to get through. International Plumbing Day. Mm. And we've got Logan Dodds, who's this is a great this is gonna be great because Dodds he kinda of shot to start him from being a plumber but also being extremely good looking. But he he, he gets around yeah. with some of those Warriors <laughs> lads, or used to. Sean Johnson. Mm. He's real good mates with SJ, isn't he, Kimpy? I'm pretty sure. So Oh mate, I'm look, I'm you know, I was a coach, I wasn't a player, I don't know who the, who those players hang out with. I, the only time I got told about the players was when the bouncers used to phone me up and say, Hey Kimpy, do you know that the, the boys are in here still on Tuesday morning <laughs> in the club? <laughs> you used to get the bounce. Oh, you just to no. be on side with the bouncers, were you? Uh, see, but not 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 that bright players, eh? To be brutally honest, um, and and the answer to that is, yep. Yeah, if you're a coach, you know all the bouncers around town, and you just do a walk around. You say, "Look, boys, here's my number. There's a there's a fifty in it for you. Give us a call if the boys are in the clubs <laughs> uh, any day after Tuesday." Any day after, mate, you'd be amazed at how many times the phone used to go. Yeah, nice. Nice, yeah, no, nah, he's um, he's a you know that, he's he? Dog. You know that, is he? He's just gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you tried to brush that off, did you? Uh, I just try, I just try and hide away. No, nah, I've, I've been caught once actually when uh, Razor we went out for a beer with Mike Delaney the night before the game. I wasn't playing, we both weren't playing, so we went out to Aikens for a couple of beers, but a couple of beers turned into I don't know, 10, and then luckily. <laughs> we thought we'd go home. We'll just leave the we'll just leave the pub, and we just left, and then twenty minutes later, Razor rocks up, and like we were quite tipsy. And we're like, oh, but we weren't playing. This is towards the end of my career. I was going to retire three weeks later, so I was already checked out. Um, but um, you know, like he he rolls in, and then the next day he comes up to me. Oh, we at Aikman's last night. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, we just went down for a, couple, uh, a little quiet one, and then went home. And he's like, oh yes, it is. But it turned up. Oh, he would have got breath flies around and everything. He would have gone, oh my gosh, Israel. <laughs> this is what you do. Anyway, bad, bad decision from my behalf. I need 
had a couple of those in my life. But um, <laughs> no, we've got Logan Dodds. <laughs> Dodds we've got Logan Dodds come up. Dodds every awesome. And it is International Plumbing Day, Plumber's Day. And uh, we're going to celebrate it. And we've partnered up with Reese. Reese is um, going to support us throughout the morning. And we're going to get into some plumbers. So, all you plumbers out there, have a great day. What about this Rip text? What about this text, Izzy? Have you seen this straight away? Yeah. Yeah, International Plumbers Day. Never complain about the cost of a plumber. How much would you charge to stick your hands up and down and around a stranger's bathroom? Love your plumbers. Here, here. <laughs> that is good. Leave, leave your name. Oh, 100%, mate. Do all the dirty work. Ooh, a lot of appreciation. But no, we've got a good show. We've got him. We've got Ken Kelso and Levante coming on. Looking forward to chatting to, to Ken. He's, he's up and about. He's over there. And uh, that's going to be a cracker. You think Levante's got a good chance, Louis? Obviously got a chance, but like a realistic chance of, of potentially taking that out? What I think Levante's Ooh. got is <laughs> the ability to cause an upset and put New Zealand racing on the map again, and I would never, ever rule it out because New Zealand racing has constantly provided story fairy tales. Mm. We constantly punch above our weight, so I will never, ever rule Levante out, but... I think Ken will be the first person to tell you what sort of a... You have to be in the race to start. And the fact that he's got her there is incredible. Yep. But I think I've worked out the trifecta of this race. And it's going to be... It's an absolute ripper. Man, it's a good race. Um, so I'm mm. very excited for that. And also Chuck Retallick, um, North Canterbury great. He played a lot of rugby for the North Canterbury reps. The the black, red and yellow. And, and um, that's where I grew up around that area uh, out in Amberley, which is only about 15 minutes away from Glenmark, and, and Amberley Rugby Club was Brodie Retallick's first rugby club, and mm. yeah, the, the Retallick name's strong down there, so very excited to hear from him. Um, as he first thing this morning, though, Kempi comes in and he's talking about the league he was watching last night, and he's he's found his new favourite player. He's got a, <laughs> Kempi's got a new favourite rugby league player. It's the Manly Seagulls uh, lock. I don't know his name. Kimpy, I don't even know if you know his name, but no. you, you were spewing. Yeah, no, no. It's, look, I know Desi would know his name, and he'd be he'd be shipped into the office this morning. As <laughs> it's one of those ones, you know, where you you go oh, you no. go home and you've played a game. You go home and your first thing you do is you you know, Mister sits down with a cup of coffee and you go, oh, how do I how do I go tonight? And as soon as you ask that question, you know that you had a shit game. All right, you should never, <laughs> never, ne- never, never ask your wife how you yeah. went because you're putting her on yeah. the spot. And he would have done that last night. My head a shocker. He, you know, oh, I'm no. doing a bit of coaching here this morning. Is he doing a bit of analytical coaching here with Louis? He's gone. Your man Tommy Trebojevic on the try line making the tackles. I said, mate, he's a fullback. Of course, he's making try try line tackles. I said, but it's where where <laughs> the guys have come through the hole to get to the try line and the. Right side second right. Um, what's his name, Louis? Oh, here we go. Uh, this is this is fresh up. Have a crack, have seven, a crack. Seventeen minutes past six. I'll never shy away. Hamoli uh, Olakauatu. Yeah, Olakauatu. That's right. And nice. the the the. the he's a giant. He's a giant, but he was yeah. lobbing around in the defensive line last night, going sideways. Big guys should never never try and tackle going sideways. All right, it's a it's a oh, softest. So Softest tackle, easiest tackle to break. And, of course, he wasn't even making tackles. He was letting blokes run past him. And that big bloke kick out there on the, on the left-hand side for Penrith. Um, yeah. Mate, I would have signed him. Like he, I reckon he's a star, superstar of the NRL. He was just having a field day, mate. 
out there on that on that side. And of course, Luai scored a try last night. You got you got the the hooker sneaking a, a quiet one down there. You've got the you know, Blake's just having a field day down that left hand edge. So. Mate, Sean O'Sullivan looked like mm. Nathan Cleary. Mate, he looked like Sean Johnson. Why did oh, they, they let him go? Oi, <laughs> oi, I was going to ask this question. I was going to say, oi, put your indifferences aside, Kevin. Did Sean Sullivan have a solid game? Were you, mate, were you he mate, he did. He, he did. He had a. He had a yeah. But it's not hard ever to have a, a solid game with a premiership winning winning side. You know, like you've got. Um, Dylan Edwards at the back. Pump him up. You've Come got on. Curacao. You know, yeah. you've got decent, decent <laughs> good, good players dad. around him. Luai, you know, and then you've got our mate O'Sullivan. Why did the Warriors let him go? <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a champ. Look, honestly, there was question marks before that game. I thought after Nathan Cleary being out and and just uh, there's a little bit of rust in the preseason. Um, I think one one of the games they got absolutely pumped. Um, but I, I just thought, yeah. I was thinking PJ he might be on something, but he had no idea, and I had no idea. And Manly, for on Manly's side, mate, like what the scoreline does that reflect their performance? Yeah, it, and it, how it, it poor does. They really it, were? Yeah, it, do, it does, yeah. mate. They, they, you know, that first half they they handed the ball over too many times, and they couldn't get into mm. a rhythm. And Penrith just back to back penalties um, all of a sudden put themselves in a position. And Kikau was on fire going down that left edge, just sucking in three defenders, you know what I mean? So um, I'm tired of pumping Manly's tyres up. You know, I thought, I was mm. like you, Izzy, I thought Manly were, were ripe to get it last night. Um, but every time, you know, I'm a tragic with, with Manly. I, I love Tom Trebojevic. I thought they were going to come out there. and it, I, I actually thought they were 12-plus to beat to beat Penrith. Well, you mm. and Jimmy from Puhoy. Yeah. yeah. And, um, mate, they in the first half, I was like, no, I'm going to sleep. They, they're no chance. Mm. Mm. No, I agree, mate. I've, I've, I had them at, at three, and ooh, they got a bloody hiding. But anyway, we'll keep talking about throughout that, throughout the morning, mate, and uh, get a bit more of a review coming back shortly. We got that, and we got more league coming up over the weekend. It's all happening. Players championships on right now. Sergio Garcia, the old timer champ, he's five under. So we'll keep you up to date with how the PGA, ah, the champ players championships gone over there at TPC Sawgrass. So looking forward to keeping you up today. Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. That right there, live commentary of Izzy Dag landing in Sydney Town. All right, okay. Ah, ah, ah. All right, okay. As he prepares to tear it. Is he pre- what you go to this weekend, Izzy? What you go to song, mate? You know, when you when you need to pick me up, what you oh. go to song? Ah, ah. Um, yeah, yeah, sit back and relax and let's go. Ah. No, I don't even know. <laughs> Look, it'll be, it'll be something. It'll be something like uh, shapey, shape. I'm a shapeshifter. Tragic fans, oh, so it'll be something yeah. like that. Love something it. Like that. <laughs> what, yeah. are you, what are you yeah. actually doing? Like you've you've alluded to this boys trip. We've named the show. <laughs> we've themed the show in honor of Jason Ryan. Lads trips Fridays uh, today. <laughs> but what are you actually doing? Okay, this is what I'm doing. Um, so one of my best friends. He's a, he's a, I've known him for about eleven years, and I've watched him grow uh, and work his absolute butt off, and uh, he's done extremely extremely well. Um, so he's one of my best friends and he, he rang me up last week. And so what he's done is he's shouting 
Five of his best mates to Australia. He's got a horse racing. He owns a tissue. He's got a horse racing in the Cornwall uh, Classic on Saturday. So he said, look, we're going to go over um, on, on Friday afternoon and we're going to stay till Sunday and uh, he's covering it all. So he's messaged us to just fly up to Auckland and we uh, meet there in Auckland and we jump on. He's very successful, so he's, he's got his own plane and everything like that. And we're flying over to Sydney and we're going to Sydney for the night and then we watch the... Um, we watch the races on Saturday at Rose Hill and we just have a hell of a time. And as soon as those horse races, we um, fly to Melbourne and we stay at Crown Hotel, uh, Crown Casino in Melbourne and we have a night there. And then Sunday, when we wake up and we're not, we get over our hangover, we fly back to Auckland. And then, look, I, I could probably, if you just put two and two together, you could probably figure out what's going on between the lines. But um, yeah, that's that's the basic crust of it. Oh, and we're going over and there's. Yeah, lots of punting and five lads just just having a good time and uh, look that's why he's worked his, his absolute butt off he said look one day I want to be able to just take my mates over all my best mates and go have a good time and Champion. that's what we're doing yeah heading over heading over there for for a lads trip so I'll keep the content going through our WhatsApp machine just do not share it on um, <laughs> Daz and Izzy's Twitter page <laughs> Daisy wake <yet? laughs> uh, no 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 she's asleep that's why I've kind of yeah, just lead you into a little bit. She knows what I'm doing. She knows exactly what's going on. She's been resenting me all week. Don't worry about that. I have not been able to pick up a golf club. Haven't even been able to look at a golf ball. I've been on Daddy Judy's horse lessons, taking them to swimming lessons. Love I've it. been just doing an absolute mahi groundwork. And when so you get and when you get into Victoria, here, mate, do you have to go and do a, like a you, you put an hour aside to go and buy Daisy that diamond ring? That you're gonna have to show up with on Monday <laughs> <No>. morning. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think I'll be in any sort of state to uh, go shopping. Um, look, it's only two nights when you think about it. How many vapes are you taking? <laughs> None, Louis. I don't smoke. I don't vape. No, you just take um, them from punters. You just, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, it's not ideal at the current situation because this is a scary thing, and probably haven't told Ruben or the crew. Oh, um, anyone? Oh, just tell them on here. It's perfect. Israel, yeah. If I get COVID, um, I've got to stay there. <laughs> so, uh-oh, I'll be getting up at 4 a.m. to do Baz and Izzy for breakfast. <laughs> I was about to say, you're the only one that'll be in the hurt box. You'll be doing it from live from Australia. That sounds like an unreal weekend. The first thing that comes to my mind, yeah. so you may, and just, I love it. I love it, if, you know. If that's what gets your mate going, like shouting is shouting his best mates and that kind of collective yeah. experience, like I think that's so cool. But my first first place mm. my mind goes to is okay. So you're not playing for flights, a com, uh, probably food or anything like that. <laughs> so you're punting kitty. The ammunition you have got is it's like big. you have got an actual. <laughs> so we need to find some winners because you could go huge this weekend. I'd love. Uh, a wee multi from you, Louis Herman Watt, or even you, Kempi, just something to let in. And, and what I'm going to do is post this show. We'll give, I'll give you a call, boys a call. Wherever we sit down, I'll put them on right now because, let's be honest, come Saturday, no chance of, of doing any multis. Yeah, yeah. and, and what, what sort of punter are you? Is? Are, you are you a decent, <laughs> like, you, do you have a crack or are you a $2, $2 shot? Um, Louis might be able to... <laughs> Answer that one. What do you reckon, Lou? What sort of punter am I? Well, you're a responsible gambler. Uh, double eight, double three. If <laughs> please send me your tips for the weekend. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. We've got our love racing dot nz thoroughbred update after this. So 
send your messages through now. What can we get Izzy loading up on? I know Izzy will be craving a multi, but I might also, just so he can actually make some cash, we'll put some each-way bets on as well. We'll give him a set. We'll give him a set, and if we're on, he'll be on, all right? It's 29 away from 7 this morning. Get your messages flying through. Love racing.nz after this right now. It's Emma with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Six away from uh, 7am this morning on International Plumbing Day. Logan Dodds after 7am. You'll know him from uh, Instagram and having an absolute rig. Uh, We'll chat to him about his life and the trades and also what he thinks about the Warriors and sport going on this weekend. I asked for your best of the weekend as we delve into our loveracing.nz. And how's this one, Kempe, for Izzy? Best to Izzy this weekend. As soon as you land, turn off your phone so you don't take any photos, send any messages, or post anything that will get you killed when you get home. Get a burner phone, bro. <laughs> oh, come on. That's to me. Great advice, mate. Great advice. But no, hey, no, no, no. My wife, we've got a really transparent relationship. And we're up front, and uh, she'll be hearing. She'll, she'll be knowing. She'll probably got a tracking device on me for that. I don't know, so I can't get away from you. I'm not even going to try. I like it. I like it, Izzy. I love the honesty, mate. Hey, um, loveracing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Boys, I, I had a really good look through the uh, fields um, yesterday, and there's so many different ways you can play this weekend because we've got the group one day in New Zealand on Sunday, and it really and it's dangerous for people like you, Izzy, that's going to make a buck on Saturday, trying not to give it back on Sunday. But also, mm. there's some really good bets, and... Here's one. Dom here. So you see Flemington race five, and I'm liking Field of Gold and the Bone Crusher Stakes. Yee hee. Dom, it's funny you say that because I think mm. Field of Gold with the lightweight in the Bone Crusher, I know it's a three year old, and I know the chosen one in Coventina Bay are now group, well, obviously group one performers, but with the lightweight, it's going to get up and on the pace. And if the track is, and it's been warm in Auckland, if the track is on and a bit on-paced, I think that Field of Gold can give them a huge sight because Tony Pike, remember, was setting this horse for the 2,400-metre trip of the Derby back to the 2,000 metres where it won the Waikato Guineas. I'm pretty sure McNabb stays on. I think Field of Gold, a three-year-old, you don't usually see three-year-olds nicking those weight for age races, Kempe, but I think there's a chance it could give them a sight. Yeah, look, I've, I've been thinking about you too, as he, you know, like, I know, I know Louis's pretty good at the the tips but I've been thinking about you and I've been thinking about you know what would Izzy be doing how much fun would he be having when he wakes up Sunday morning how much money does he still want to have in his pocket and so at the end of the day you actually <laughs> want to take home what you've taken over because if you come home let's mm. be honest if you come home and you can reach in your pocket and say Daisy actually I've had a weekend away I haven't spent a cent she can go out and buy mm. another cow for the kids you know what I mean so <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a think about it so what you need is you need a three dollar multi all right, and you need to get to Flemington. Mm-hmm. You need to get to Flemington, and you need to know after the first race mm-hmm. that that money's back in your pocket. So, I actually think there's an easy multi over there. It's a place multi, okay. And I think yep, what yep. you do is you take Espiona and Fangirl at Rosehill. 
I think they both run a place. Yep. And then in the first, there's one called Nanagui. And it's it's a, it's second second start, which is the only problem. Um, but it should win in a place bet. All right. Yep. And that'll get you three bucks. So yep. you take hey. if you're gonna spend a if you're gonna spend a gorilla, then put your three hundred on it and you'll put that gorilla back in your yep. pocket. Yeah, beautiful. I like that. Espiona Fangirl and a tissue will win that race. Beautiful. I like that. I like it. I like. I like. <laughs> if you've got more ammunition, and this is just a general. I mean, this is look. People have different punting methods. If you've got ammunition, there's nothing more than I that mm. I like doing than place betting, because if mm. you're taking sixty, because quite often you can get a you can get something that you think's going to win, but you're giving yourself that little bit of insurance. Perfect example yeah. of that would be uh, this weekend something like. Um, GC in at uh, Ellerslie race ten in the last at Ellerslie. GC should have been winning races. It might come out and win this weekend, but you can get two dollars forty a place. So you don't need to get greedy. Mm. You can just take those place yeah. odds. And what I want you to do when you arrive at Rosehill, go have a chat to as Kempi said yesterday. Go find Charlie Charlie Duckworth or Dollar Dollar, and just go uh, just be respectful. Just, he loves the All Blacks. Just say, hey Chris. Take a jersey over, mate. Take one. You know, you got all those yeah, training take jerseys. Some, take a, take some take some apparel over and just flip one out, flip one to him and say, "Here you go, Chris." And I'll bet you, you won't even have to ask me. Say, "Listen, Izzy, just put it all on this one today, mate." And then and and then that's a great idea. And just ask yeah. him race nine, Rose Hill after yeah. the Atisha race. Just say. Yeah. Hey, fresh up. You've got Ma and Pa. It, it can can run fresh up, but down the bottom of the book, Chris, you've got that ex Kiwi horse that you've got Willie Pike on. Syndicato used to be trained by Royd. Five dollars fifty, two dollars ten. Just screams each way all day, doesn't it? Mm. And he'll go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 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 and 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 that's. And and that and that, if you can just read a little bit of facial expression, work out whether you're smacking the place yeah. of Syndicato each way or you're having a good go on the nose. There's so much good racing this weekend, Izzy. It's going to be hard for you. So you're just you're saying to me, roll up with an old Crusaders bag full of kit, yep. and just roll up like I'm doing a, a big you know big deal overseas or something. Roll up with my bag full of kit. Yeah, that's my cash. Yeah, drop it on the table. And just have a wee chat. You saying that? That's it. You got it. Okay, mate. You got it. It's another bag I'm taking out. Have you not heard Chris Waller talk about the All Blacks? (laughs) He loves them. He loves the All Blacks, mate. And if he sees Izzy Dag walking in with the kit bag, (laughs) I'm guarantee you he's hoping that that's for him. Okay, boys, you've got me excited now. You've got me really excited. I've got a few, t- got a few multis here. Got it all. And just quickly before we get off, Louis, there was a great little update. So you see. ALB, Anton Leonard Brown came on and tipped it on our show and it won its first start. It's paying 10 bucks and $2.80 for a place in that race at Race 5 at Flemington. Place what do you punt. reckon? Place punt. Top four punted yep. even. Mm. T- just just don't yep. get greedy. Just take it. And and if you've got ammunition, there's nothing better than giving yourself that insurance of two extra just places. Just grow up, eh, Louis? <laughs> just grow up, Israel. Okay, I get it. It's, it's, <laughs> if you've got ammunition, mate, which you clearly do... Uh, yeah. Oh man, this is exciting. I can't wait just to get a. I can't wait to get a video of you and Charlie Duckworth just <laughs> just at Rose Hill. I just he's one of the great great racing men. Nineteen minutes away from seven o'clock. Last night it was Penrith. Tomorrow night it'll be the Warriors. And after this, 
We've got a Quizzy Dag quiz themed all about the Warriors. Tony Kemp couldn't do the quiz. He was hoping. Yeah. I was on fire, <laughs> he? I was on fire, mate. Got them all. Got them all. Five out of five. Give us a call. I hundred one five zero eight eleven. Take on the Quizmaster. Hey, Ricardo. Quizzy Dag. A quiz for the ages to prove yourself. The Quizmaster, the Ismaster, stay with me. Oh, this might be an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, if you think you got what it takes, give us a call on 0800 150 811. <laughs> yes, good morning. It's that time of the morning where we want to give away $50 courtesy of the team at TAB. A bonus bet voucher. Maybe you can follow me in on Kempi's Wee Multi and even Louis. So you see. On the place, $2.80. How good? Anyway, we've got a Warriors theme quiz. And uh, Kempi, you surely got question number one, right? Anyway, we'll see. We, we'll see. We're going to go to Luke in Dunedin. And he's on the line. Maybe we got phone a friend. And Kempi's going to do his best to, to hopefully not give it away too easy. But we'll see. Anyway, Lukey, morning. Morning. How are you, Luke? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. All right, mate. We'll rip straight into it, eh? Question number one, Warriors themed. Who is the Warriors coach this season? (laughs) Nathan Brown. Beautiful. Easy. Nice. Question number two. Easy start. What season? What season did the Warriors win the minor premiership? Uh, That would be 2002. Yeah, a couple of very good coaches. It is. (laughs) Yes, 2002. Well done. Question number three. David Fusatua and which other player are tied for the most tries in a season with 23? Five, four, three, two, one. Is it? I'll go Henry Fafiri. Ooh, close. Wrong side of the field. (laughs) Close, bud. Sorry, mate. Thanks. Have a good day, Lukey. We're going to go to John in Christchurch. Morning, John. G'day, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm very well. Very well, John. Mate, question number three. David Fusatua and which other player are tied for the most tries in a season with 23? Yeah, sure, you know this, but just for safety purposes, why don't we go phone a friend, eh? Rhymes with smelly. Oh, Francis Smelly. You got it, yeah. son. You like that, eh, Izzy? You like that? <laughs> Good, mate. <Hey. laughs> Smelly. Wow. Come on. That's, you gotta, I'm not disappointed. Just got to be better. The old 12th man would love that. <laughs> anyway, here we go, John. Question number four, mate. What is the Warriors' biggest winning margin in history? Five. Oh, What did you say? 56. Yeah. You're cutting out a bit. Yes. Sorry about that, mate, John. It's not 56. Thank you, mate. Good luck next time. We're going to get a Damon from Palmy North. Damon. P. Naughty. How you going, man? Damon. We're good, mate. We're Come on, very, Damon. You very got good. This, We're mate. up and about. We're up and about. We're nearly an hour into our show already. Time flies when you're having fun. Here we go. Question number four. What is the Warriors' biggest winning margin in history? Five. Four. Three. Two. 
Oh, can I use oh. phone, phone a friend? Oh. Couple of favourite numbers. <laughs> a couple of favourite numbers. If you're listening yesterday, you'd couple. get it. 66? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you love that, is oh, oh, I love how my, how the listeners, they are listening. They are listening to all the finer details. Well done, Damon. Question number five, mate. How many caps does Sean Johnson currently have for the Warriors? Five. Ooh. Four. Three. Two. That number's in it. <laughs> Oh, 156. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Damon. Good good effort, though. Good effort, mate. Have a good day, mate. We're going to go to Mark. Morning, Mark. Morning, lads. How are you? <clears throat> oh, Mark. He loves timing this to perfection. How many caps does Sean Johnson currently have for the Warriors? 162. Oh, oh very good. <laughs> you beauty. You beauty, Marky Mark. If it's not Tim, it's Marky Mark. He loves timing this show to perfection, the quizzy dag, mate. What do you got planned for the weekend, Marky? Uh, nice quiet one this weekend, is he? Because I'm actually away on a boys' trip next weekend to Queenstown. Oh. So, uh, oh. just listen to the radio oh. and just, just for Kempe's value, I'm not Joe's brother, but um, <laughs> like I'd still back Joe on any day on the old dress sense. I reckon Kempe's uh, <laughs> he's a bit old school for dressing, eh? <laughs> Mate, if, if you'd, be, you'd be happy today too because Joe's dad dressed him. So he actually, he actually looks all right. <laughs> He looks more like you than Kimpy. Hey, he does, mate. He looks like a man today. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> hey, Marky, you, has your family recovered? Kids all good, mate? Yeah, mate. I was uh, got out on uh, on Wednesday, so it's been bloody fantastic. We had a cruise around and just uh, live life again. It's been great. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Well, good to hear, brother. Congratulations, and we'll chat to you very, very shortly. Back to you, Louis. Yeah, very, very good stuff from Mark. Uh, hey, remember today is, by the way, actually, there's a couple of thoughts I want to get to after this, one being the White Ferns, but remember today is International Plumbing Day. Logan Dodds is up after mm. 7 o'clock. If you've got a message for your plumber, double eight, double three. like if you've had the same plumber for a long time and you just want to shout him out mm. and he'll be oh, oh, on the road this morning, tuned in, about to go stick their hand down someone's toilet, and you just want to stand with them in solidarity. Well, this is where you do it. SCU- Mate, I got a great, I got a great plumber. His name's Jono. He's called yeah. Tapton. That's a, that's the name of his business. It's Tapton out at Murawai. He's a local boy, mate. If you've got any problems out there, he comes straight around, straight Sh- after the surf. Shout, shout out! That's what we want. <laughs> shout out your plumber on International Dang. Plumbers Day. Logan Dodds up after seven o'clock. Just a quick thought on the white ferns as well. After this, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Back soon. Up to 7am, Kempi, Izzy and Louie here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. How good is the Cricket World Cup? Loving it. That's from Tim. Tim, me too. Here's a thought. Amelia Kerr now ticks the box as box office. She now is one of the Kiwi athletes that when she is on, you turn on the TV. Appointment viewing. Last night, Mm. she was bowling so well and no one's surprised because she's been doing it for an extended period of time now but she might have used to because she was young and still learning her craft bowled a bad ball every once in a while or maybe one and over Mm. she doesn't she's got the wrong in that's brutal it comes back at you she's got the leg spinner she's got the that kind of um that googly that extra one then that mystery ball she told us about Amelia Kerr 
box office white ferns. I didn't think they had enough runs, but they bowled and fielded so well. Congratulations to them. Loved the commentary on mm. ECNZ with McCarty and the crew. Izzy, Amelia Kerr, what do you reckon? Box office? Yeah, abs- absolute superstar, mate. And she's put in the work, obviously going away for some mental health issues. Took some time away from the game. Grant Elliott's done a lot of work with her well, and you can see the reward she's getting now. And look, honestly, 260, I thought, oh, might be a little bit short. But the way they come out and put India under and, you know, so much pressure early, Frankie Mackay, they started with with a spinner, and Jess, um, Jess Kerr, the sister of Amelia, just bowling extremely well, put them under pressure and got them off to a great start. And then we saw the results at the end. So we'll keep up to date with those performances, and hopefully our girls can go one better. Anyway, coming up, we're going to talk to Logan Dodds because it is National Plumbers Day. We love it. Going to get over to Emma now. He's craving it, but Kaffa as well. Ooh, can't wait. Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Support your immune health with Go Healthy from Chemist Warehouse. Now starting from just $9.99. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Get up, get up, get up, because it's Friday, the 11th of March, here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. we got Kempi Louie in the house with the kitchen, cooking up an absolute treat in the back room. Well done, Emma. Thanks for the news. Sorry about my butchered little throw there, but hey, I'm craving a McCafe about now. The boys have had one. I've got one on the way, <laughs> and I should be delivered very, very shortly. I can't wait to rip in. That is my favourite time of the morning when I get my McCafe coffee delivered to my office out here. Anyway, coming up on the show, we've spoken about it. World Plumbing Day. We want to celebrate our plumbers, men and women around the world out there doing, wow, just looking after all the dirty work that we can't do. I'm not handy. I'm about as handy as John Handy. Don't even know what to say there, but I'm I'm not handy at all. Let's just say that I'm hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopeless around the house. So a lot of appreciation for all tradies out there. We've got Logan Dodds coming up very, very shortly. And then we're going to talk to Brody Retallick's brother, Brooke Retallick. He's an absolute champion. He's played over 150 games for Glenmark. So looking forward to having to having a chat to him. He lives down here in Christchurch. So we'll see who he supports, Crusaders or the Chiefs. But right now, it's my honour to intro our next guest. Okay, so it might be the boys' trips this Friday here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast as Kempi and me prepare for big weekends with the lads. But it's also another special day. It's World Plumbing Day. Didn't know there was such a thing. Well, there is a day for everything in 2022. And to be fair, plumbers are the backbone of trades in New Zealand, aren't they? Doing the hard grind up the guts. The trades and sports have always gone hand in hand. And this morning, we've got a bloke on the line who loves both. He's found his feet as a tradie before hitting it off and taking his shirt off all over the internet and... Wow, just ruining my confidence because he's got an absolute rig on him. He loves his sport. He's had some great connections to rugby league. Logan Dodds is on the line. Morena, Logs. Mate, what an absolute honour. <laughs> 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 the honour's mine, bud. Took some of that 2015 Izzy Dag confidence. 
<laughs> oh, you don't want that one, mate. I, oh, I didn't make the World Cup that year, so you'll be have a hopeless bit of confidence that time. <laughs> Dante, mate. Dante, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. It's National, it's World's Plumbers Day. We know you're a, you're a, you've been a plumber. You've obviously stepped away now, but you're still involved. You're travelling around schools promoting not only plumbing but trades in, in the youth. Mate, what drew you to, to becoming a plumber, mate? Oh, to be honest, initially it was um, by default. I got asked to leave school, so it was my ticket out of school as uh, an apprenticeship. And <laughs> you know, back when I was back when I was a seventeen, eighteen year old fella um, trying to chat up birds at a bar, you know, I used to be pretty embarrassed <laughs> to tell people, to, you know, to tell people I was a plumber and I was you know unblocking toilets. But now, bloody plumbers and tradies can't tell you fast enough. But they're a tradie, yeah, they're, you know, they're earning bloody decent cash driving down to. Carl Mandel with their brand new Rangers and the boat on the back. So, you know, it's, uh, it's absolutely <laughs> cranking these days. Yeah, it is, mate. It is. And we're, we're, we've been talking about them all morning. Um, Kempi's got a nice little, uh, nice plum he's given a shout out to, mate. Um, tell us about the work you're doing in school. What, what's the driving force behind that? And, and give us a bit more detail. Yeah, so it's, uh, so it's a trade collective started about five years ago. Um, it come, yep. come off the back of a trip with one of my buddies, Jesse, who's a plumber as well. Um, and, you know, we wanted to give back to, to the next generation. And, you know, we both fell into a trade thinking, um, you know, it was, I was re- regarded in schools as a bit of a dropout career, you know, if you're, you're a bit of a loser, you go to a trade. But, man, after doing it, after being qualified, you know, the life you can live, the freedom, the flexibility, um, it's, it's yeah. just such an epic career choice. So, you know, we want to give back to the to the next generation and give the students a bit of an insight actually to what it is to like to be a tradie. And um, so, yes, we come up with this initiative, trade trade the trade tour. So, for the last five years, we've been to about um, seventy schools around the country, um, spoken to about twelve thousand students, and sort of just tell our stories and you know, the life that a trade's given us, and just to inspire them to get into it. So, yeah, it's making a massive positive change in the school system. So. We're actually down to uh, Christchurch on Sunday, mate, and we're heading over to the West Coast to um, speak to the yeah, bloody four or five schools down there, so can't wait. Awesome, Dodzy. That's good giving right. back. Um, mate, you must be happy that Sean Johnson's back. You're good old mate. Mate, that, that kept under wraps, but I facilitated that. I went out for a game of golf with Robbo, and um, <laughs> next thing you know, he was bloody sitting at the Monday morning signing the contract. And and, and have, you, <laughs> have you actually played the game yourself yeah. too, Dodzy? With a rig like that, you must have played league. Oh, I was actually a union man coming up, mate. Um, about five from five years old, right the way to bloody senior footy. I was a, um, a hearty number seven, mate. So uh, didn't actually cross Izzy on my path, but um, I was uh, over, over <laughs> played overseas in northeast London. Um, so I had a good good year over there, and got the travel bug, so I had to throw it in. Oh, good on you. And what, what's your what's your favourite story, mate? You got a plumbing story from us? You know, most plumbers have some pretty pretty good good stories <laughs> to tell. What's your what's your get out of jail story that you can tell us this morning? Oh, I mean, yeah, you yeah, hear from that story. sort of beauty, don't you? They, 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 you know, that there's always a story starting under under a basin. Um, but <laughs> oh, mate, oh, yeah. um, no, you know, I've, oh, mate, I've done it all. I've, you know, I've been in every sort of house, unblocking toilets, and you know, you, you walk in and think, oh God, you did that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> how, did, how did that come out of that? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're, you're struggling trying to you know, put the pieces together while you've got your bloody, you know, you're, you're plunging down the, down the, um, down the Google. So. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, um, you're doing something different every day, but 
You know, the, the, main, the maintenance plumbers definitely have a few more yards than me. I was lucky only enough to make maintenance for about six months and then, you know, clean my hands on that one, so to speak. <laughs> oh, man, oh, I, can't, I can't pull myself together, mate. You've lost me here. Um, yeah, there's gold. Mate, look, tell us about what you're getting up to now. You've, you, you're obviously giving back and you're travelling around the schools, but you, you obviously train really hard. You know you had a boxing fight um, last year as well, mate, doing the, the fight for life. And, uh, yeah, so what, what else are you up to in your life, bud? Yeah, brother. The, um, yeah, so the trade tour's really taken off. Um, so we're cranking this year. Um, we've had some interest in Aussie, so I hope we get over to Australia this year with the tour. Um, I've got like a big push with obviously Olympics coming up in 2032 in Brisbane there. So um, yeah, so I hope we get over there and just try and push the message as well. Um, and then just, yeah, just trying to daily make this push myself. You know, if that boxing fight was a um, massive opportunity for me to, to step out of my comfort zone and you know just trying to become a better man. Nice. Um, and just, you know, just give back and inspire daily, brother. You know, you know what it's like, mate. You've got to give back to, you know, the yeah. future Kiwis. Like it. Hard. Love it, man. I'm wondering, Logan, because people people will probably sitting there driving. The plumbers are probably driving to work right now, kind of. Some of them might be rolling their eyes. When was the last time you were actually on the tools? <laughs> oh, mate. Hey, I'm bloody in my stripes. I was, I was yeah. on the tools when I was 15. You know? Yeah, great, great. I was, exactly. I was straight out of school. I, I, I was on before I was 21 years old, you know, so I've, I've bloody been on the tools about, well, well, I'm 31 now, so I haven't been on the tools about three, four years, but mate, massively heavily involved with the industry still, and, you know, um, we we work with a lot of, like, construction partners and that too, so um, may, may not be on the tools as such, but still definitely, you know, heavily involved with the industry, so... Um, still up to date with all my plumber's license, mate. So, you know. Beautiful. Do the hard work early, mate. Do the hard work early, then kick back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey? <laughs> and get, and get, your rap, get your Raptor and your boat and cruise down the Coromandel. That's <laughs> 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 mate. Hey, Robert, just before we let you go, we appreciate you here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz is actually over at the IPL, so we've got Tony Kemp and Louis Him what in the studio. Before we let you go, mate, Sean Johnson, obviously in the Warriors. Have you heard from him, Bo? How's he going? How's he loving being back in the environment? And uh, pretty pumped to see see him run out there on Saturday against the Dragons. Oh, mate. It's going to be an absolute moment, isn't it? Tucking on that blue jersey again, but mm. it's, um, yeah, it's going to be a special one. But, uh, no, he's absolutely supposed to be back in the mix over there. Um, obviously, you know, he would have hoped to have been in, in New Zealand with uh, rain back onto Mount Smart yeah. for his debut game, but that'll come later in the year. So no, it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty special for his family and for all us mates. Um, you know, supporting closely. So uh, no, absolutely frozen. You know, this year will be our year, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's hash. This year will be our year, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag brother. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. We'll put it up. Thank you so much, Dodzy. You're an absolute champion, Thank brother. You, Appreciate your time on the show. And uh, we'll catch up soon for a nice cold one. But yeah, look forward to that, mate. What a champion. There we go. Logan Dodds, absolute champion. Great yards. That's the best thing about tradies, mate. Best thing is they got chat. They got chat. And Dodds's got absolute chat as they come. He's he's an absolute champion of Logan. And he trains hard, man. Honestly, you go look at his Instagram. Man, he works out. Look, let's be honest, if I had a body like that, I'd be putting um, every photo from head down, you know, as well. So <laughs> he's got about 28 abs and he's yeah. he's an absolute rig. You're right. He but, is a, um, he is is a cool. rig. He get, cool. I can actually imagine him as he, he said that he was a flanker. You can actually imagine him flying off the side of the scrum like kind of a wiry seven. Mm, yeah, yeah, he'd, yeah he'd, he'd snap a few, few players in half for sure, mate. Take the ankles out. Um, 
but yeah, love that, love that chat. We're obviously celebrating World Plumber, uh, World Plumbers Day, and and celebrating the the industry that is plumbing around here and around the world, and not only just men, and there'll be women out there that are doing plumbing. If there's any woman out there listening, and you're in the plumbing industry, let us know on double eight double three. Uh, is it an industry that's uh, you you're heavily involved with, or something that um, excites you? I know. Um, Dodsy spoke about it just then. It's probably something when you look back on the outside, you're thinking, oh, I don't want to go in there and, and have to deal with other people's uh, problems, as he, says, <laughs> he alluded to. But he kind of made it sound like once you get, so, um, you know, you get a lot of time, a lot of flexibility, you know, you can um, work for yourself. And it's probably, it sounds like a pretty exciting and industry mate, to get into, Louis. So. Is he, he's so right. Like, I've got mates who. Mm. Oh, left school after you know cert one two NCA level one or two and went into trades so for fully qualified builders, you know, chippies, sparkies, plumbers, mm. and you know by twenty are fully qualified and they are, and down there in Canterbury they take their boat up to Marlborough Sounds maybe four times a year tow it behind their brand new Ranger like all the hunting gear all the diving gear. And you've got oh, to yeah. say good on you. Like it's 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 a real kind of culture now. Like tradie culture is a real thing in New Zealand, Kimpy. And I just think, like, as a bloke who who I'm not necessarily handy, I've got no resentment to. I know there's a real kind of anti tradie thing out there because they do have all the toys, but I love it. I think good on them for actually getting out there and because it's obviously a necessary part of our society. I mean, I'm not sticking my hand down the loo, so. I love it. I highly endorse it. And I think people. I think about my mates that got into it. And I just think, you know, well done. Take the take the leap, and now look at you. Plumbers, especially, mate, they're making it hand over fist at the moment. They they charge for everything. So, um, like if you if you're building houses or you're working in that industry, you know, as an investor or whatever, if you haven't got your tradies sorted, mate, you're in big trouble. You know, so mm. um, finding good tradies worth having, their weight in gold, eh? Yeah, hundred percent. We're finding finding good tradies, having them on your book, and especially where you can phone them to say, "Come around and give us a hand," and they do. Then mate, you've 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 made it. Bang on, Kimby. Shout out to all plumbers. Keep washing your hands regularly. That's from Andy and Toto. <laughs> Get on you, Andy. Double eight, double three. Give your plumber a shout out, or even give us a call. Up after this, I don't know if you can necessarily. This link might be tenuous, but um. Brooke Retallick, brother of Brody, will try work out who he supports. I think he's a firefighter. So there's water yes, and yep. there's water and kind of plumbing-ish equipment involved in that. We'll ask him if he's ever decided the thought about becoming a plumber or if he knows any. We'll get him to give one a shout out too. Chuck Retallick after this. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Stay with us. 16 minutes past seven here with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Here we go. It is 22 minutes past seven o'clock this morning. Talking about plumbers. We're talking about footy. All things rugby and rugby league on a busy weekend of sport, the 11th of March. Uh, Kempi, yesterday you had a good crack at Jason Ryan. Um, you didn't quite crack the code, did you? Nah, that's right. Yesterday on the show we caught up with Jace Ryan, the Crusaders' assistant coach, and although he didn't give up that thing that I was going for, uh, Louis, he did indicate that any battle with the Chiefs would be intense. So what a shock, eh? As he then made the point that when you <laughs> when you do play Brody Retallick, it's always going to be a challenge because the man is both a pest and he's also the backbone of their whole forward pack. So it's interesting because although he's in the he's the Chiefs' great one, he's also a famed Canterbury stock with his family firmly entrenched down there in the Crusaders country rugby scene. With that in mind, we must remember that the Retallick brothers are pretty pretty uh, pretty big boys, and we've tracked down his big brother, Brooke the Chook Retallick. Standout first five eight, one of one of my favourite positions in his own right. To get some all on the big guns, like good day, Brooke. How you going, mate? Yeah, morning, mate. How are you? 
Yeah, not too bad, mate. Is a, is a staunch can tap. Chuck, chuck. You know, for you, is there <laughs> any grey area when the Crusaders play Brody's Chiefs? <laughs> no, no, not really. I'm, with Brody moving up north, I'm a uh, pretty proud Chiefs fan now. Oh, um, there he is. You've got to support the family. One, Brody's up there. I mean, my cousin, Cullum, he was yeah. down in Canterbury. He must be out and had to move away. And then my other cousin, he must be out and he'd go to Wanganui. So, <laughs> Mate, I've got, got, I, I got, so got one question. I've got one question. You've obviously spoken to your brother this week. What's the theme, mate, of the Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> what's their, sorry? What's their theme this week when they come down to Canterbury? What's their theme, the Chiefs, when they come down? Is it, is it, like, the, is it like the grub week, is it? Are they just going to niggle and Brody's going to put his fingers places where plumbers normally put them? Yeah, yeah. there was talk of, there was talk of deep heat down under the fingernails and just running over top of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chucky, Chucky, great to have you on the show, mate. You absolute champion. Play, mate, are you, you going to have another run round for Glenmark? You played over 150 50 games at first five, bit of razzle-dazzle. You going to have another go? Yeah, I think so, mate. Uh, another season. I'm hoping that's going to get pushed out a wee bit too. Everything's going on in the community. Give me a bit more time to get ready. But, uh, no, I might as well go back for a run and uh, have a good catch-up with the lads. Good bunch of blokes up there. Mate, I've just been chatting to uh, the Keen boys. Just trying to get a few yarns on uh, Chucky Retallick. And then they said to me, well, there's none that are really radio worthy that I can share with you. So fair enough, oh, fair enough. So have you, got, <laughs> have you got any yarns? Have you got any yarns on the Keen boys? They'll be listening. They'll be listening. Let's pay them out, mate. It's your oh, time. Oh, the Keen boys. They are ugly, mate. Matt's <laughs> <laughs> blood, blood is blue and gold, I think. Oh, no, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't got a lot of yarns about them that come to mind, but um, no, they've definitely put a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, effort into the club over the years. And uh, all three oh, of their brothers mate. are pretty handy players. Hey, yeah, beautiful. Brooke, you, you um, like, just for people that are outside of Canterbury, and, and you, you are obviously a Chiefs fan now, and that's fair enough, you know, blood blood over whatever, um, but... Like Glenmark, the the history around Glenmark Rugby Club with the Deans family and just North Canterbury Rugby. Mm. I know you're a huge ambassador for Canterbury Country Rugby and North Canterbury and do a lot around the community with the Fire Brigade stuff. It is real, true rugby country, eh? Oh, it is. It's a real uh, real family affair. And um, as you say, there's a lot of history that that hangs about the club and, and the competition to be fair. It doesn't matter sort of what club rooms you're, you're socialising in. Afterwards, there's always some pretty cool photos or some uh, pretty experienced old boys to give you some honest feedback, good or bad, um, <laughs> after a game. So, no, definitely a uh, pretty cool uh, competition to be part of. Mate, mate, tell us about growing up with the Guz, with, with Brody, mate. Was he, what was he like as a young kid? Was he <laughs> lippy? Was he was he mouthy? Did he get you know? <laughs> yeah, was a handful. Okay, give us a, give us something, mate. He's a handful like he is in training. Oh. Uh, what's something that comes to mind? Oh, we used to call him Cement because he always used to keep tripping over himself when he was just walking along. We thought he had, <laughs> we thought he had, we thought he had concrete in the front of his shoes because he'd always fall forward just when he was walking along. But um, no, it was all good, man. Uh, of course, the younger brother Logan, um, we had some uh, some good battles playing footy out on the, the driveway or uh, 
at home. But um, no, Broads was uh, he was pretty clumsy to be fair. Um, when he was growing up, it, it, it took a bit of work through high school to be able to get him to pass both ways. And then, of course, now just recently managed to get him put Val and, and flick one out the back, which you saw the other week on TV. So, oh, I know. Got, um, got an offload working with Sonny. Phenomenal. What's it, what, what, yeah. what, what was it, mate? What was it? You know, the brothers in the backyard, they haven't played backyard footy, played plenty of that, as you know. And uh, what was it that got under his skin, mate? Like, what? There's, you know, only brothers know how to get under under your skin. What, what yeah. What's your one with Brody? My brothers do. Yeah. Well, Brody, he was a big PlayStation fan when he was a teenager, and he still used to have a wee teddy bear. So if we hit that, that would be a <laughs> and, and then it would be um, 2v1, me and Logan versus Brody, and uh, run it straight. So, um, Love it. <laughs> yeah, those two things used to get him, get him going. <laughs> Oh man, no. that's gold. A teddy bear. What do you call the and teddy? More, uh, I think it was called Barney. It's getting better. More recently, uh, um, one thing that really gets him going is Steve Devine. Um, <laughs> yeah, as you're probably aware. Yes. <laughs> Steve was running his mouth on ECNZ uh, there a couple of weeks ago, pre Blues vs Chiefs. And, I was talking to yeah, Garsney yeah, and didn't actually yeah. hear it. So I, <laughs> yeah. I gave it to him and he added a wee bit in, of course. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think Garsney was going looking for him at Eden Park last week but couldn't, couldn't find him. So, um, I think between um, Dad and, and Brody, I think Steve's days and numbers, they want his blood, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to add a little bit of sugar onto that, just a little bit of spice on top? Oh, I love it, mate. Oh, I love it, Chucky. Yeah. You're an absolute champion. Yeah. We're going to have to let you go very, very shortly, mate, but quickly, before we do, thank you so much for sharing those yarns on Barney. Mate, you're in the fire, you're, you're in the, you're in the fire brigade, you're a fireman. Um, yeah, yeah to get right. into that, mate. We, we're celebrating. We're celebrating trades today. Plum, it's the World Plumbing Day. But fire, fire brigade is that a good industry to get into, mate? Yeah, mate. Um, it's good. Day. I've been in a wee while now. Um, sort of just followed my, my dad's and my grandfather's footsteps, really. So, um, yeah, currently a volunteer at Rangura. So, um, not your your house isn't quite in our patch, is he? But. Um, <laughs> It's, uh, it's a good group to be involved in the community and uh, yeah, very rewarding. Nice, mate. Nice. Oh, well, we, we appreciate your time here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, mate. We'll let you get back into your day. Thank you for sharing those yarns on, on the guzzler. Uh, hopefully he won't be listening, so I'll, I'll go and add a bit uh-huh. of spice on you when you, when you come on our show, eh? Izzy, I reckon, <laughs> yes. I reckon Chuck actually might be a Crusaders fan deep down because he's given up some gold he there. That's, he's, he he's, he's really given up. What, is, what, do you, what do you think, Chuck? What do you think, Chuck, if all the Crusaders run out um, carrying a teddy bear, mate? You think he'll get it? <laughs> oh, it might be a long night for them. It might be a bit of work yeah. down in the dark spaces. Yeah, don't poke the beer. Yeah. Don't poke the beer. Thanks, no, bro. Yeah. Go, go well, bro. Yeah, go well. No worries. Have a good one. Oh, that's funny, Izzy. That's funny. Don't <laughs> poke the beer, Barney. Barney, Wait. the teddy beer. We've, we've poked the beer. We've poked the beer. Sammy Whitelock, you're going to have a very, very long night at the office, mate. Sorry about that. We've definitely woke up. That's the thing. You don't need much to poke the beer with, with Brody Guzzaretalic. He's... Honestly, I've never seen anyone like it. His ability just to go from being a nice guy to just fire in his eyes. 
before he run out into that field. It's just something different, mate. Like he's he's a beast, a beast. But that was a good chat, great chat with um his brother Brooke Retallick, who's in his own right. Is a, is a quality, quality rugby player as well. Over 150 games for Glenmark and uh, got a bit of raz. And you can understand where he gets his raz from, old Guzzler, because his family's got a good, you know, got a, got a few good genes in there. So really appreciate his time on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're going to shoot off and we catch up with Emma. Here's Emma with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. SCNZ, we're 26 minutes away from 8 o'clock. Kenny Kelso dialing in from Flemington and not too long at all for Waikato Stud. It is World Plumbers Day and with Reese, we're going to catch up with a Reese representative shortly on Baz Nizzi for breakfast. So just to, just to hear a bit about what World Plumbers Day actually means, here's a great text. Shout out to Sam from Bartholomew Plumbing in Napier, Hawke's Bay. He's had a vasectomy earlier in the week and is a bit rough around the edges. He is not Mr. Day pushing through to provide essential plumbing services for yes. customers. What a legend from the Colon, the team at Reese Napier. Shout out, Reese Napier. Shout out, Sam yeah. from Bartholomew Good boy, Plumbing. Sam. That is the hard mahi, and that's Dedication. what we, that's what we want to hear. That's the benchmark. That's the benchmark. Mm. Double eight, double three. Give your plumber a shout out. There's some great texts here um, regarding Izzy and, and his place in North Canterbury. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, but lads, come on, Izzy, give back, mate. Friday <laughs> at seven thirty means one thing. Choices Flooring Poll and it's time to rip our Choices Flooring Poll out now remember you want to go vote in the Choices Flooring Poll the SENZ app go to the SENZ app see your floor change in an instant with Room U Choices Flooring here's one for you we've had a lot of chat about kind of painful things this week kind of painful Mm. things that might make you uncomfortable and that's not to necessarily say that they're bad it just is it's not it's not like a movie seat in reading cinema, you know? It's not it's not that comfy. So what would you least rather do? Here's it's, four options. It's it's not a movie seat in reading cinema. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> what would you least rather do off this list? How good are those seats anyway? Yep. Would you would you do you wanna run at Tony Kemp like Joe? Do you wanna be do you wanna be in the rat the rat trap? Would you would you wanna run at the guzzler? Brody Retallick after he just heard his brother t- call him Barney the teddy bear on national radio would you rather be a plumber for a week and go and deal with some of that stuff that Logan Dodds was talking about underneath the house or would you rather be Izzy Dag on Monday morning after his lads trip what would you least <laughs> want to do there is the poll this week wow Double eight, double three. What would you least want to do? Would you want to run at Kimpy? Would you run at, want to run at Brody Retallick? Would you want to be a plumber for a week and deal with some of that, or would you want to be Izzy Dag on Monday morning after his lads' trip? Uh, Kimpy, what are you thinking? Hey, Izzy, did you ever watch Garrick Morgan play rugby league? Garrick Morgan. Remember Garrick Morgan? No, he was the, he, he was the Brody Retallick of the Australian side back in the day in the in the late nineties. And um, I would have. I, 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 I just can't remember. I told the boys a crushers story. Anyway, I signed for the crushers. We know there. Garrick Morgan came out of the Australian side, mate. He's the same size as as Brodie Ritalik. 
tough as nails, mate. Mm. I wouldn't like to run into Brody Ritalik personally. But that's what you'd least rather do. Yeah. Okay, that's is he? Is he? What would you least rather do? Um, well, looking through the camera at Kempe, oh man, he's got a honestly different singlet every day. Chest the size of. <laughs> <laughs> pa now where Louis lives and um, <laughs> oh, no, no just the size of your no, house I <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I don't know I, I wouldn't want to run into Kempi but I've also seen Ritalik uh, look that's a hard one to answer actually Louis I can't, I can't answer it I'll yeah, answer probably, it yeah probably I'll running, into, running into Kempi probably I'll give you my answer I'd, I'd least rather be easy mm. on Monday morning 5am <laughs> roll call in the studio after just whatever's going to happen this weekend in Sydney than Melbourne after the boys trip I <laughs> honestly I'm not sure how you're going to survive I'll, ca- I'll carry you Monday mate don't worry about that that's all good hey well you're with 555 those... I'm rolling in I'm telling you right now I'll see you 555 lads head to head to the SCNZ app vote now what would you least rather do run at Kempi run at Guzzler be a plumber for a week or be easy on Monday morning after his lads trip old it rules is... too old rules if you're running at me yeah, swinging arms over the top. 22 minutes away from eight. Speaking of Flemington, <laughs> Kenny Kelso, Levante, in the Newmarket Handicap this weekend. He's up after this. We'll find out what sort of chance she has, and then we're going to catch up with a Reese rep as well. World Plumber's Day, how good is it? Home with results in 15 minutes with HealGen COVID rapid antigen tests from Chemist Warehouse. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. 16 and a half away from 8am. We're talking plumbers today, also boys' trips. Um, it's kind of dangerous throwing out, ring us and talk about your boys' trips because you don't know how much of it would be broadcastable. Just trying to pin down Kenny Kelso over at Flemington. I'd run at Kempi all day. My gut is at least as big as his, and I reckon we'd just be as sore the next day. Be, be like those um, oh, Swiss zany. balls, mate. Zany, be like those Swiss <laughs> balls running at each other. <laughs> those um, Zorbs. <laughs> Zorb. <laughs> that could be a halftime show for the Warriors when they finally get home. Uh, and your brother's text, I reckon, here, is he? Yeah, I fully supported the Crusaders when, when you went there, eh, bro? Landers all day. <laughs> yeah, my brother, he is a diehard Landers fan. My honey, he's in Wellington, and he supported the Highlanders all day. So I went there, had my first two years, and then I moved on to the Crusaders. And it's a funny story. We played... The Highlanders, when I was playing quickly, and he'd sent a video to the family chat, and he had the scarf wrapped around the toilet roll, oh. and he was pretending to sit on the toilet roll with the Crusaders scarf, and I was like, oh, he's a tragic. <laughs> yep, that's that's good stuff. Double eight, double three. Keep them coming through. Uh, well, look, she was a star in the making, then she was a star. Levante, she's wowed us um, for years now. But then she became New Zealand's premier sprinting racehorse, a wonderful mare, group one, not just once, twice now in New Zealand. And she'll line up in the $1.6 million new market handicap at Flemington tomorrow. It doesn't get bigger than that when we talk sprinting and racehorses. Ken Kelso is a fantastic racing man. He's made the trip with his darling off the turf to Flemington. He's been good enough to take our call this morning. Morning to you, Ken. Uh, morning, mate. How are you? Good. Yeah, we're great. How are you and how's your mare? Yeah, no, very good. Uh, quite happy. Um, and then along at the stables, of course, which she asked before you, uh, you but uh, she's flipped the bowl clean, very bright and uh, happy. So she's going to have a bit of a jog around this morning. So, no, pretty happy with her. How are, um, so the mare's good. How are you going, Ken? Like, is it, are you nervous being over there? Is it daunting at all? Like, you've seen a lot, obviously, but this is, this is a big, big challenge. 
Oh, of course it is. Yeah, we know that. We're under no illusions but how big a challenge it is, but we sort of elected to come over here and just see how good she is, really. I mean, uh, we're sort of rolling the dice. Uh, she's nothing left for her in New Zealand, so it was the obvious one to come over and have a crack. Um, we'll find out where we sit. You yeah. know, was the idea was to give her a trip as well so that she obviously would come back in the spring and there's a lot of nice fillies and mares races for her. Um, in the spring, yeah, Kenny, it's Kempe here, mate. I'll be, I'll be definitely watching. I, you know, she's she's been a fantastic horse for us here in New Zealand. I wish you all the best uh, in the new, in the new market. But um, when the odds come out, what do you think? Oh, I thought she's a fraction short, really. I mean, you obviously sort of. Well, I don't know what you're paying now. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a punter, mate, so it doesn't really worry me. Yeah, and. I'd, well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to. I'd, I said to Lou when the, she came, she opened up at seventeens. I said to Lou when he told yeah. me, I said, "Oh, she's going to probably open up at 20, So we weren't too far off. She's coming at sixteen. So there's a couple of people already talking, taking a punt on it. Um, she's licked the bowl clean. She's bright as bright as anything. So she's, you know, the run this morning. That's it for her. Yeah, she had a bit of a jogging counter this morning. She ran pretty light when she popped on the plane. Did a plane hit out, you know, Tuesday at home. So. Uh, had another bad trip over, took 11 hours, which is not a hell of a lot for than going to Trenton in Matamata. I uh, usually do that in about 9 or 10, so um, and we don't go around corners, obviously. Uh, so, no, she's <laughs> arrived in, in good order. She's uh, bright, happy, as I say, left the ball clean. So it's up to her now, mate. It's her, you know, so we've done everything we can, better than myself, so... Uh, up to her to find out how good she is, you know. We're under no sort of reasons you had to know how good the top spinning horses are. Yeah, Ken, it's Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. Levante, I'm just looking at the card. It's up against some heat. Obviously, Home Affairs, Mask Crusader, Artorias. But for, for Levante, if Levante is going to have some sort of chance, I'm looking at its uh, at her stats. She loves all types of conditions. So conditions at Flemington. Uh, hopefully uh, going to suit her. Uh, if she's going to have any sort of chance, what what needs to happen early on the race? Where does she need to sit uh, to potentially come oh. home and give herself the, the best chance? Oh, I mean, straight six. Um, probably unlucky if you had get held up in this sort of race. Just, you know, it's a bit wide straight. She's drawn, I think, quite nice at 10. Uh, I haven't discussed tactics with McDeer, obviously, but um, she'll get a chance, you know. She's just in behind them somewhere. Rubbing along and hopefully uh, get into the clear, and uh, we'll find out then, you know, uh, whether she's up to the to the Aussie Sprinters. But uh, uh, we've done our job, so it's up to her. Awesome, Ken. Um, look, Kevin here's text through, and he's all over Levante around the 16s. He thinks she's a fantastic mare, which she absolutely is. I think if we were going to send one horse to have a crack at them, we'd send your mare, and we'd send you. Because you guys are as good as good as it gets. So all the best. Oh, we've been here a few times. We're desperate to win a Group One before we retire. We've had three seconds, I think, so in Australia. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're running out of time, mate. Oh, That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Ken. You got plenty left to give, mate. All right. Oh, geez, I'm older. Nearly as old as Baker, and he's retiring. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's knocked off. You won't be far away. No, all the best, mate. And we'll be we'll be re- whipping her home from home. Thanks, Ken. Beautiful. Kenny Kelso. Waikato Stud is your source for a racehorse, uh, home of champion size, Savville and Ocean Park. They've just become the leading vendor at the New Zealand Bloodstock Yearling Sales again 
Uh, Mark Chittick and his crew just do such a good job. Some of those Savabils that he sold. Um, oh, play they... speed all day, Louis. Levante? Play speed all day. Alrighty, Kempi. Kempi's spoken. We'll see how it transpires tomorrow in the new market. All I can say is we are with Kim Kelso and Bev Kelso all the way here with Levante. It is 10 minutes away from 8. We're going to talk Reese Plumbing up after this. Morning, you're five minutes away from eight here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Reese is celebrating all plumbers this World Plumbing Day, and we're celebrating Reese. So let's catch up with Leighton Johnson from Reese. For those who don't know, who is Reese and what role do they play in the plumbing community? Good morning, Leighton. Izzy, how are you, mate? I'm very, very well, mate. Thanks for your support this morning at World Plumbing's Plumbing's Day uh, around the world. We've been celebrating all morning. It's been a great show. Um, who is Reese, and what role do they play in the plumbing community, mate? Well, mate, we're a uh, Reese is a plumbing and a bathroom merchant. Reese supplies mm-hmm. plumbing materials from not only behind the walls but also in front of the wall products. Reese supplies plumbers, drainers, other trades, and we also supply retail clients. Our plumbing and bathroom products are sourced both locally and internationally, mate which you can find in one of our 27 branches throughout New Zealand. That's awesome, Reese. And what is, what is World Plumbing Day and why is it so important to recognise it? Well, World Plumbing Day, it's an international event that's celebrated on the 11th of March every year. It recognises plumbing improvements in our daily lives and we reckon it's a day to make plumbers feel like heroes. The day is about celebrating what it means to be a plumber and it gives something back to everyone involved in this essential trade. Mate, well, why does Reese celebrate World Plumbing Day? Why do you uh, why are you so passionate about celebrating World Plumbers? Well, Reese's business, we've built it up on the back of supporting Plumbers day in, day out for many, many years. We see World Plumbing Day as a great way to champion the plumber and recognise the essential work that they do. Plumbing's got such an impact on our daily lives and all the work that plumbers do helps create a better, a safer, healthier world, which we at Reese think is definitely worth celebrating. Mate, we've had lots of plumbers, you know, texting in today and, you know, I've got a great one up here out at Murawai, old uh, Jono from Tapden. You know, is there anything you'd like to say to all the plumbers listening out there today, mate? Yeah, I reckon uh, on behalf of Reese, we'd like to say a big thank you to all the plumbing community. Um, we'd definitely like to say a massive thank you to all our wonderful many trade account holders. Reese has been servicing the plumbing community for 100 years and we look forward to being there for the next generation of plumbers over the next 100 years. Oh, all right, pup. Um, we've got a text here on the text machine. <laughs> Hi, guys. Speaking <laughs> of boys' weekends, your next guest, Leighton, it is, is as bad as you. He got the nickname Pup. Can you elaborate on that? Well, um, <laughs> there's a few rat bags out there, isn't there? <laughs> They're all plumbers. Like you, They're all plumbers. I reckon when you, I like, I like you when you go on tour, mate. I reckon it's always good to make sure that everyone gets home safely. So I like to make sure that um, I'm one of the end. I'm there at the end on everyone's home safely, and uh, yeah, I certainly would like to be you Monday morning. I think I can run around Kempi on a Monday, but I don't know. Like <laughs> you know, be like running a 400, mate. That's what it'd be like. <laughs> oh, awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so, very much. Uh, thank you very much, Leighton. 
All good, team. Thank you very no, much. You... Mate, I use Reese. They're great. Yeah. I go and I go and we've got a really good um, floor manager at Reese here and uh, she does a really good job. They got fantastic products. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Leighton. Appreciate your time and uh, as always, appreciate your support from the team at Reese's. Thank you so much. Bang, he's off. He's out of here. Leighton Johnson, pup from Reese. We're celebrating World Plumbing Day. Uh, good to celebrate that. Lots of tradies around the world. That was a fun hour, lads. I really, really enjoyed enjoyed that last hour. We've got another big hour coming up as well. We're going to keep talking some league. We've got Ken Laven. Ken Laven is a commentator for Sky Sport. I've done a fair few, fair few calls with him. He's an absolute champion. He's helped me along in my uh, commentating journey, so looking forward to having a chat to him. He's a passionate league fan as well so he'll have no doubt a little insight on the warriors as they take on the dragons on saturday kempy's calling the game and like always we love finishing our show with the friday tipple so stay tuned this next hour it's gonna be hot before i head off to sydney we're off to track down some mccafe coffees here's in with the news for cupida together we are shaping and building Listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ, Friday the 11th of March. Uh, it's 8 o'clock here, one hour left, we're banging, we're singing at home. Oh, about to get off, but I can't wait to rip into this hour. We've had a great couple of hours celebrating World Plumbing Day, as Emma's just alluded to. We've had some good guests on, and our next guest is also one of the best. Before then, later on the show, we're going to have a chat to Paulie Moati, the party starter, get a few little tips from him and then we got our friday tipple if you don't remember what friday tipple is we're celebrating our week that we've just had and just uh got a few little snippets of some some uh conversations we've had throughout the week it's been an awesome week with the team here on baz and izzy for breakfast baz is off in australia we miss you brother and he's heading over to the ipl to coach calcutta night riders we'll keep you up to date with how our skip is going and uh maybe get a few uh, messages from him as well. It's been a tough week for the cricketing world, and we know he is hurting as well with his loss of his good friend Shane Warne. So, uh, all the best over there, Skip. We'll hear from you shortly. But right now, it is time to talk a bit of league. The Panthers are on the board in 2022 with an emphatic win against the Sea Eagles last night. For Warriors fans, it's all eyes forward to tomorrow night when we line up against the Dragons. I'll have the call live here on SCNZ. That is Tony Kemp. Kempy's got the call live here on SCNZ. I've stole his intro, but that's okay. <laughs> well done, Kempy. Looking forward to hearing you call that with Sammy Hewitt. Right now, we're going to catch up with the coach of the 80s, Wainui Omata's prodigal son. And the guy who gave Piriwipu his ticket to the OBs. He'll claim that all day. Uncle Kenny Laban. How you doing, brother? Good, brother. Nice to be on your show. How long have you been on air for? How long have you been on air for? About a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, uh, uh, since July. We, we started in July, and, uh, yeah, it's been good, mate. It's been fun. And Tony Kemp's in the house, and, and uh, Louis Herman Watt. So we've got us three for the next couple of months. But um, enjoying it, mate. Yeah, Kempe. 
Evening, brother. Hey, Kenny, and not many people know it, mate. Um, especially all those people that listen to you on the radio, um, calling uh, on the TV, calling rugby for Sky, which they've done a fantastic job for years now, mate. But you're a, you're a, a fantastic coach, um, especially of rugby league in the past, mate. Just just how do you miss that? Do you miss that those Wainui Amata days when you used to walk down the middle of Carl Park here um, with your Wainui team and and smack all the Auckland teams up here in uh, Tamaki Makoto? <laughs> well, it was um, well. Kimpy, you were you were sort of part of that as well. Like, uh, you know, when the Newcastle Knights entered the competition in nineteen um, uh, eighty-eight, um, just by a sort of quirk of circumstance, I suppose, um, I got involved with um, with the establishment establishment group. Um, that were looking for for players for that inaugural for that inaugural side. Uh, there weren't a lot of players on the market, obviously, so they had to look outside of Australia uh, for a number of players, and um, they ended up looking at uh, looking at New Zealand, uh, looking at Wellington, uh, looking at the then Randwick Club, which was a powerhouse in uh, in Wellington Rugby League um, and New Zealand Rugby League at the time. And that kicked off a series of events and relationships and friendships that developed over the years that allowed the um, the Wainui Amata team that I was the captain of, um, in my view, anyway, can be to steal a march on other club teams in New Zealand. Um, you know, I was in, I was in my 30s by the time uh, um, I was getting the kind of information and the science and the insight into the game, which I previously had no idea about. So... Uh, you know, we started counting our sets. Um, we started setting goals in terms of how many sets we wanted to complete. That we started taking tackle counts. We started measuring and ranking carries and the effectiveness. And this is over 30 years ago. And um, you know, we started doing things on the field which would allow us to get back-to-back sets of six and repeat sets, and you know, a whole lot of um, insight that um, previously. Um, you know, the people that I've been involved with, we didn't have any idea about. So, you know, that set in place a, um, a number of things. Uh, Wanya Mata getting promoted from the second division to the first division, winning the Wellington Championship in its first year, winning the New Zealand Championship um, the second year in the um, in the competition. And since then, three national titles, seven regional titles, a whole host of um, Kiwis and, mm. and All Blacks as well. There's been five All Blacks come out of the Wanamata Rugby League Club, more All Blacks out of the League Club than out of the Rugby Club, which we um, we quite often find amused um, about as well. Tyrell Lomax and Peter Rumunga Jensen, the two latest, are both Wanamata mm. Rugby League juniors as well. So, yeah, it's a tremendous uh, community. And it was while I was captain of Wanamata that I got my first start in, um, in TV. Uh, back in the day as well, uh, as you said, there's a number of reasons why I'll always be very, very grateful to the Wainamata Rugby League Club uh, and then to the Wainamata community for um, for their support. And, of course, one of the many highlights was beating Auckland teams in Auckland. Love that, bro. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Uncle. Yes, Uncle. Uncle, you, you rang off a few names there, mate, and you, I know you're a big part of the community there in Wainui Omata. How, how are they able to... Tell us about growing up in Wainui Omata and how are they able to uh, find these stars and, and unearth, all, not only in, in rugby, but in league as well. Um, they've got so much talent coming out of, uh, out of Wainui Omata. 
Can you tell us what it's like growing up over there? Bro, there's an iconic photo um, that does the rounds on um, on social media and mainstream media, and it's the photo of me walking out onto Carlow Park for the for the Lion Rear Cup final in 1990, and I'm walking out with Pau, Billy Wepu. Yeah. And uh, in that photo, Wepu was six years old. Um, in that photo, both his parents were on the committee of the Wainamata uh, Rugby League Club, but incidentally, both his parents were, um, it's Kura and Ox, the late Ox, uh, were statisticians. Uh, as well, I talked earlier about, um, you know, counting our sets and doing capital counts, and we had a small group of people behind the scenes who were responsible for that. And the significance of that photo, that photo was taken in October 1990. And in November 1990, we formed, we began a, um, a social touch competition, a whānau touch comp in, um, in Wainui Omata at the, at the Rugby League Club. And we introduced these rules. You have to have a kid under 12, um, a person over 40, and a woman in the park all the time. So what it forced forced us to do was it forced us to put in these whānau teams. Well, Power played in that team for, we think, about um, 21 or 22 consecutive years before he eventually signed and left Wellington for the first time and went to play for the Blues. But he, you know, other than his all-black commitments and that, he played, and so did a whole host of other kids. So this whānau uh, competition, and it's still going this year, we're playing flag, uh, we're playing flag now, uh, 16 teams um, in the competition, and there are there are grand there are grandfathers playing with their mokos, grandmothers playing with their mokos. Uh, there's six year olds, sixty year olds, adults, there's kids uh, playing. And out of those um, competitions, and what it's mean, and one I guess one of the unintended consequences is ball sense at a young age. So you know, Power was picking up long balls when he was seven years old, and by the time he was eleven. We knew because he'd been essentially playing with adults for five years that uh, he was just more mature with the ball. He was more mature around adults. And he's not the only one in that category. There's been nearly every kid that's come out of that, um, has come out of that environment, um, has ended up being a very competent, very confident footballer at a very, at a very young age. And, of course, you add to that, he's, he was a very, very talented um, a lot of people don't realise that, you know, he turned down two or three offers to go to the NRL. And I told him not to go. I said, I said, you're not tough enough, boy. Stay in rugby. <laughs> anyway, when he was, <laughs> you know, plus he was gonna, you know, you go to rugby league, you triple his, you triple his tackle count and half his money. And I said, you idiot. I said, do you want to go to the Roosters and make 30 tackles a game for half the amount of money, or do you want to stay in rugby and make four tackles a game and get twice the money? I said, do the math, brother. <laughs> you know, oh, you so are a, you are a statistician. You are a statistician, <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> hey, um, that's a great that's a great story, and you're dead right. You know they've, they've come, Izzy. They've come out of the woodwork over in Wainuiamata for years. You know, Posty Posty Ennis got a chance to go down there and experience it too, um, and still goes and runs out there with the old boys of Johnny Lomaxes and and the likes. Kenny, uh, talking Warriors. All right, I always thought that you would have been a great um, general manager of football up here for the Warriors because of your brain. Um, hopefully Robbo's listening, mate, and he's going to send you send you a phone call and give you half of that money he would have given to Pity if Pity was still playing. Um, what, do you, what do you think of what do you think of the Warriors? Like, what what's really you know people are you know Izzy's up here going it's our year again. 
Um, it's the favourite say over the last over the last twenty five years. It's our year. What's missing? Like in your in your mind, what's missing? Well, um, well, if, well. Firstly, is he, bro? I don't want to break your heart, but it's not going to be the year. <laughs> um, Matty John said the same thing yesterday. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, it's not. Well, you know what? They've been around twenty. Well, uh, 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 let me let me give you an indication of the instability, which leads to inconsistency. So, firstly, they've had thirteen coaches in twenty six years. They've made the grand final twice, and they've never and they've never made it. Um, last year, everybody talked up about the fact that they were only one win away from um, from making the eight, but they finished the year eight and sixteen. Um, and when you think about it, that you know, if they had have made the eight, we would have been celebrating. But nobody wins the NRL, bro, unless you're in the top four. You can't win the NRL from outside. Well, no one's won the NRL from outside the top four. To make the top four, you need to win sixteen games. But I had a quick, when I knew I was coming on the show, I had a quick look at the numbers. So therefore, they've got to find eight more wins than they won last year. Then I'm, I'm looking at the competition, and I can't see where those eight wins, because you, you need to forget about making the eight. If you want to win the NRL, you've got to make the top four. Um, and to make the top four, as I said, you need, you need to win 16 games. And the two teams in the grand final, the Panthers won 21 games in the regular season. The Rabbits won 20. So if you're telling me other Warriors a chance to win the NRL, well, you know, based on the way that the competition has gone in, um, in the last couple of years, my answer to that is no, they can't win it. And then I had a look over their form in the last five years. <clears throat> They've made the top eight once in the last five years. Last year, um, they were 12th, the year before 10th, then 13th. They were 8th in 2018 and 13th in 2017. And, you know, one of their big issues, of course, is they've never been able to attract a world-class spine or a capable spine. And when we talk about the spine, those are not familiar um, with that term, the key positions in rugby league, a hooker, halfback, 5'8". Oh, no. Oh, no. We, we, we might have lost Uncle there. And he was just on a heater. Man, he's so good. Oh, that is some absolute detail, eh? Yeah, man, wow. he's he he is so good. You know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of a lot of people don't realise that they hear Kenny Laban, the voice of rugby um, and Super Rugby, yeah. yeah. But he's actually a phenomenal rugby league brain and has been for years. Oh, I played mm. at Randwick with him. He was at the time I was a seventeen-year-old kid coming through um, and touted mm. to be in, in the Kiwi team. Well, he's the best centre running around down in Wellington. Speed to burn, speed to burn, is he? You know what I mean. So, yeah. um, he's back with us, Kenny. You back there? Yeah. Where do we get to? I don't know. Um, you were just, you were just, I was just, I was just telling you. I was just telling you on the spine, bro. Spine of the Warriors, yeah, well, saying that you need a spine. Just yeah, we're just talking, just talking about that. That's been the you know even the land for the fact they've signed Ash Taylor and Sean Johnson. But Sean Johnson, Sean comes back at thirty-one. Um, and probably his um, his best years, to be fair, are, um, are behind them. But you know, one guy can't do it on his own. I said they're going to try Tavita Harris at um, uh, at fullback, and even their inability to to retain Tuvasar Sheik, I don't know what that says um, about the organisation and management um, of uh, of the team, because you can't win the NRL without that spine. And as I talked about the instability. 
in the organisation. So you make a direct comparison with the Crusaders, mm. Izzy, who also play yeah. in a trans-Tasman competition and have had what I mean, in almost the same amount of time. I think they've had four coaches, four or five coaches mm. only, over the course of that um, of that time. Uh, very stable, very consistent, play as many games across the Tasman as they do at home, had the same you know, had to deal with the same issues, uh, but they've just been able to get that mix of um, uh, of offense and defense and consistency um, on the mark. And unfortunately, I, you know, that's dog the Warriors. Or Kepi, you would know more about that than me because you're closer to the organisation um, than I am. But we all see what we see, um, and I, I just I just see a joint that's been incompetently managed um, and run unnecessary. Um, issues that have clouded their ability to be com- to be competitive. But the main thing, and my main criticism of the Warriors, is their inability to attract quality players in key positions. Mm. And whether you want to call that coaching or whether you want to call that um, management, and even um, uh, even Nathan Brown, you know, what has he been there a couple of years and a bit, um, and he's sitting at about thirty three percent win loss. Well, that's no good for the NRL. No, no, you're dead right. And look, one of the things, if they if they gave me the job as going in there and taking care of football, the first bike, the very first bike I'd go and talk to is Trent Robinson. I think he's got years and years ahead of him, and I would give him anything to bring him and his French wife and kids over here because he's used to living overseas and say build me a build me a team and win me a competition. And if it takes you ten years, that's a, that's as long as it's going to take. So. Um, Kenny, I've just got a got a really good text in here from Brett. He says, Morena team, how good is Uncle Ken as a kai-fi kōrero? Amazing storyteller. Wainu Emata sounds nearly as good as Tani Farou Kempe. Yeah, mate, Tani Farou. Nearly as, <laughs> nearly as good as Waitana back in the day. Yeah, Kenny, thanks a lot for, for, um, for, the, for the stories, for the knowledge. Um, got to look yeah, forward man. to getting those texts from you in, in and around 10 o'clock at night when we're watching the NRL and uh, look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks, brother. Got it, bro. Cheers. Cheers, Ken. Thank you. Wow. He's a genius, man. That was so good. Well done. Well done. Good, good getting them all made, and he spoke about But deep. So you think Trent Robinson? Yeah, mate, that's exactly Yippee. right. You know, the, Kenny's hit the nail on the head. It's uh, you, you can't, We're never going to win a competition if we keep sacking the coaches and we keep changing the staff nah. around. So um, Trent Robinson, mate, mm. I would go after him. I would take the checkbook. Yep, beautiful. Sounds bloody good to me, mate. We'll keep an eye on that and see... What unfolds on Saturday when you're doing the call, mate? Sorry for stealing your intro there, but great, <laughs> it's all great good, little detail. Oh, good. You're Uncle excited, Kenny, mate. Sydney, Sydney's on your mind. You're excited. Oh, I want to know their lead-in song, mate. I want to know that song you're singing we'll, all we'll weekend. Pl- we'll play it after this. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there. It's Saturday, Sunday. This is it. Yeah, uh, at 26 minutes past 8 o'clock, this is Izzy's song for the weekend. A couple of good texts here from 8833. Chris, the size of Izzy's place would require its own fire service, kind of like an airport. No. No, I can see the runway outside your window. Of course it's the size of an airport. Good text, I, I think that's where he's getting picked up from today. Izzy, since you're a huge North Canterbury man now, are you putting your hand up to head along to consult with the Glenmark boys? 
Ooh. Or is your Canterbury University Club have your heart after all of those matches? Oh, always grateful for Canterbury Uni, the Vipers. Vipers. Down here in Christchurch. But hey, the Glenmark boys built my house and they're absolute champions, the Keen Builders, Keen's boys. And uh, they did a good job. So, look, I'm, I like him back. And, and that's the decision I've got to make. I know we're going to get off to a pip very, very shortly. But the decision I've got to make, I've got to pick a club now because I'm out in the... I'm out in the WAPs out here, so what club do I go to? My son's going to make help me make that decision shortly. Surely Ohoka, Ohoka, the 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 yeah. uh, mud ducks, as they call themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Tough decision, Louis. Tough decision. Ooh, I like this one. This is a text I like. As long as Izzy stays off it, Levante goes well. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, come on, Dave. I'm going to put it in there now. <laughs> Alrighty, tab.co.nz. It's time to catch up with our rep today. It's Pip Morris. Pip, you'll be so proud of us. Yesterday, we tipped a Greyhound winner. Did mm. you? What was that, Louie? Good morning. F- it was the first at uh, Cambridge, Palmy, Cambridge. The first, Cambridge? At, the first at Cambridge. Yeah. The first start. A thrilling Wyatt jumped, led one. Oh, beautiful. I like that. I've got a greyhound for our multi today as well. Our big racing mega multi, of course, back for the weekend. So, got a huge racing, of course. Louis, as you know, was eligible on Sunday as well. So, and, of course, Saturday with the new market handicap. So, why not chuck a multi together again this weekend? Right. So, how does this oh, work? Okay. So, we all, we all, Kempi, Izzy, myself, and you pick a leg? That's the one. We need four legs. So, someone else can chuck another one in there, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, Kempi, do you want to hit us off or shall I? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the first at Flemington, uh, just to get uh, Izzy home. This one's called Nana Gooey um, as a place bet at paying $1.60. Okay. First Flemington, Nana Gooey paying $1.60. You got that, Pip? I have got that. Yep, jump. I'm going to have so – I'm going to go to Sunday, and I'm going to, I'm going to take the three-year-old to upset them at weight for age. Lightweight, front-running, free-running – Brother to Sherwood Forest, field of gold back at the 2,000 metre mark. I think it can nab a place at $2.70. Okay, $2.70. Yep, got that. What about Izzy? Oh. <laughs> what about Izzy? <laughs> you're going to watch your mate's horse do, Izzy, so be careful. Yeah, yeah. who's he going to stop? Well, I'm not going to stop this. Look, I, I, I have to go with this. I'm going to go... Don't laugh at me, okay? I'm going to go a tissue. Oh, for a place, $4.80. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm on it. For a place. For, for a place, $4.80, honestly. It's at Rose Hill Race 8. Well, Cornwall actually, place. look, I didn't want to say it to you earlier, Izzy, because I didn't want you to go off early, but second up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like second up, good claims, good stats second up, heavy track, it's going to get through it, mm. a, nice, a, yeah. a, a nice weight, and you got that Chris Waller brilliance and the owners on track. Like, there are things going for him. Mm. There are things happening. And that's the thing. I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself, but things are lining. And when, when the horse sees my twinkle in my eyes when it's when I when I race uh, trackside, <laughs> it'll go well. And I'll give Kathy O'Hara a little nudge on the shoulder and say, go, girl. Go, go, girl. Um, right. yeah, yeah, Pip, Pip, what are you rounding us out with? I'm going to start us off early and go today. Race number 11 at Addington. The dog I liked my best bit of the day. It's the 11, uh, race 11 gate, Caesar Live. Paying 230, just one for fun on a Tuesday, and I think you can wrap it up today. I love winning for fun. One of my favourite things to do. What's that uh, come out as? I just need, what would you want again, Louis? It's the only one I'm missing. Field of gold, a place, $2.70. 
And what race is that? <laughs> uh, sorry, race eight at Ellerslie in the, uh, uh, in the Bone Crusher, the New Zealand Stakes. I'll pull that all together and see what is all going to come together. We only missed by one leg the other day, so we're getting close, that's for sure. That's kind of oh, who was that? That's kind of. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep that one quiet. <laughs> so, a fifty dollars bonus bet for two thousand three hundred and eighty-four dollars sixty-four. Oh, they can't stop us. We're unstoppable. Mm. We are. On that was Animo. Pip. That was Animo. Eh? And, and Animo just wins, and it came second. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Turn the tables, unfortunately. But hey, look, give it, it gave us a good sight, that's for sure. Pip, you've given us a good sight yeah. today. Brilliant. 28 away from nine. That's our mega multi buster. Uh, if you want to follow us in, um, we'll go put that up on the Twitter page. The boys in the kitchen will do that. I'll grab the details off Pip. Thank you, Pip. Have a good weekend. You too, Louis. See you later. Beautiful stuff. 28 minutes away from nine. Choices for him. Poll on the other side. We'll have another little crack at that, and we've got to get through some of these texts because there's, they're starting to pitch you. Uh, the, the clubs are starting to pitch you, is he? We'll be back shortly. Here's him with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. SCNZ. Here we are. Baz and Z for breakfast. Baz off on his way to the IPL. Kimpy and Daggy. Daggy about to head off on his Friday boys trip. So is Kimpy actually. Uh, it's Friday lads trip stay here on Baz and Z for breakfast. But also globally, it's World Plumbers Day. So shout out to all you plumbers out there. If you want to tip, uh, give give your plumber a shout out, you've got another 30, 25 minutes to do so. Double eight, double three, or 0800 150 811, the Kennards Higher Phone Line. Troy said, hey lads, what was Pip's tip? Well, I went and found it. It is race 11 tonight at the Addington Greyhounds, and it is number eight from the pink box, Caesar Lies, last start winner. Time to get through our choices flooring poll results. Boys, uh, poll today I chucked out, and, and there was some... Look, tough questions, but it was pretty unanimous. Uh, the Choices Flooring Room View program takes the guesswork out of choosing flooring. Upload your favourite floor today. No one wants to run it. Brody Retallick. And Kempi, I don't think that you'll be offended by that because he's a pretty scary proposition, isn't he? Yeah, no, it's, mate, got a head like a pukigo cabbage, six foot six, and got a jaw that would hurt even if that hit you. You know what I mean? So um, he's scary to look at. He scares babies, mate. As he said that he flicks the switch like no one has ever seen. What did you mean by that, Daggy? Oh, like he's, like he's just got an unreal ability to just like understand that when it's time to switch on and it's game mode. Like he's a, he's an absolute gentleman off the field. Just got a lot of time for him. Uh, but as soon as he crosses, not only the, the playing field, the training field, mate. He's an ultimate professional, and it's no secret to why he's been so successful. Not everyone can do that. When you can go on a, on a field for a training day, you just don't want to be there. You know, like it's a long day. It's been a long week already. You're tired. You're sore. Not everyone can cross that white chalk and, and flick that switch and go into game mode or training mode and, and be an ultimate professional in 100% in everything he does. That's what Brody Retallick does, mate. He just he inspires. And, and the way he carries on on the field particularly, snaps people in half. Like, you just want to be on his team. Have you seen him doing that? So that's what I mean by that, but. Sounds like a coach's dream, Kimpy. Sounds like the sort of guy you want in. First name on the sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how's this? Um, 
great call with the chook this morning. This is Brody Retallick's brother, Brooke Retallick. I tell you what, if I was Steve Devine, I'd be writing a letter of apology to the Retallick family for calling Guzzler a grub. They seem like a tight-knit family, and you wouldn't want to get in their bad books. I think that is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, you're dead right. They are very, very tight-knit. And, um, you know, you don't only got um, Chuck Retallick, you got Callum Retallick as well. He played for Bop and uh, a couple of Super Rugby sides as well, and he's a solid player in his own right, so... Um, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty tight, man. They're Absolutely. pretty tight. And we've got a few more texts there we're going to get to shortly. But Friday Tipper, we haven't done that for a while, Louis. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Kempi, you, you'd you be up for a tipple on a Friday? Well, yeah, I would, mate. Always. <laughs> every Friday. <laughs> Do you know what this is about? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sort of getting it. You know, I've been thrown under the bus a few times this week, and a tipple's not a, not a, not a nothing new to me. But I'll get through it. And, well... I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, you know those big Reading movie cinemas years? That's where oh. you thought you were. You just need to get out of your comfort zone every once in a while. As a mate, we're, we're only, we're just five minutes ago, we're only talking to Kenny. Hey, and and mm-hmm. and old mate here is watching the cricket. He's watching the English cricket team, and you're talking to Kenny, and Kenny's talking, and I've put my hand up like, like you know, is out. He's out, but I'm. Yeah. I've actually said to he's Louis. He's looking at the TV. I'm looking. I'm looking at the TV. I'm looking at you. I'm going. I'm going to ask a question, and Louis yeah. swiping me away, sweeping me away, and I'm going. Mate, Ken's only just start talking. You want to? You want? Do you want to wrap it up now, like this? And anyway, he tells me to turn my mic off. So I turn my mic off, and he goes, "Nah, mate, it misses the misses the misses the leg stump." Like and I'm going, <laughs> oh, "What the oh, hell Louis. are you talking about?" <laughs> well, he's looking at. There's a review going on in the the West Indies English game. He's looking up at the screen. I'm like, mate, it's going down league. What are you looking at? It's going down league. And then we just lost it, and it was so stupid. I said, I said to him. Mate, I just want to ask Ken another question. <laughs> Lost it. Lost it. Anyway. I, I saw you laughing and I had to miss you and go, what is laughing? And then, no, no. No, no. Stay oh. on, boys. We've still got another 20 minutes. Okay, if anyone's checked out early, it's me. I'm still here, ready to rip into the Friday tipple. And I can't wait, mate. But we'll try and get, do you want to rip through a couple more texts or we'll get off? What do you want to do? Uh, just one text, one text. Surely as you pick Kaipoi as a club and support your boy running around Kaipoi, it's right in your doorstep. Matt Todd, Josh Mackay, Brody McAllister all played there and Andrew Murden's played there as a junior club grade two. Kaipoi, there you go. That's from Trent. Mm. They're starting to pitch you, Izzy. They're starting to pitch you. Yeah. Look, that's Who's a good got shout. the biggest wallet, eh? That's what you're going to say. Who's got <laughs> no, the biggest no. wallet? No, no, no. Club rugby, it's all about um, you know, giving back to the community. I love club footy. That was probably one of my favourite Times playing in the Vipers jersey, that, that, that text message that came through before. It just, you know, brings back down to earth. These players just play for fun. They love the sport. Three in the afternoon, cruise inside, have a nice big bot straight after. Mm. Look, I, I've been to Kaipoi. It's a big decision I've got to make. I'm not making those decisions anytime soon, but Arlo is going to a hooker primary. He's just been accepted, so I'm excited. He starts school on the ni- uh, 11th of April. Uh, oh, no, 10th, yeah, 11th of April he starts. He's, he turns five on the 9th. So he's going to school, and once he goes to school, we'll start making those decisions. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a big decision. I won't, I won't rush it. Don't rush it, Daggy. Don't make it over this weekend either. 19 away mm. from 9. We'll be back with the Friday tip oh, after this. <laughs> That's Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We are 14 minutes away from 9am. We're about to get stuck into the Friday tipple. And uh, to do that, well, we need our classic...
Kempi, I was being a bit mean to you before. This is where we toast the week and where we celebrate the people we've had on the show and the times we've had because they've been great this week with you, Daggy, down there in Christchurch and Kempi up here in the studio. So you want to kick us off, mate? Well, Joseph Parker's once again been making ways around the boxing scene after talk, taking it to Derek Tresor in his last fight. You know, that's right, Joseph Parker, what a legend this week. The former WBO champion is a subject of much speculation surrounding his path to another title, which is sure to be just on the horizon. In the meantime, though, I wonder whether there was anyone in particular he wanted to face next. Right. Well, look, seems like we're having a couple of studio malfunctions. Um, I'll try my best to work this one out. If I just play this, this is... um, Righty, let's have a go. I honestly wanted to fight Dillian Hart like 100% because, firstly, I think he's a prick. No, he's pretty good. There you go, Joseph Parker. Um, we have to do this without the music, which is a little bit disappointing, Kempi, but he was it was good to see his aggression, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, love to see the aggression and conf- confidence from Big Joe and something that should steer him well, regardless of who ends up he ends up fighting. So whoever it is, brother, I know you'll take the fight to them and make us proud. Good on you, Joe. Cheers, Joe. Yeah, nice, Kempi. Nice, Joey P. Look forward to seeing him knock out someone very, very shortly. Anyway, from one great chat to another, on Wednesday we spoke to Will Buxton ahead of the new season of Drive to Survive. Will is, Will is an S1 journalist who shot to fame as a result of his appearances in the series, something that he's still getting used to. I'd never experienced a, a reaction or a welcome like we got in, in Austin last year. People just, you know, waiting for autographs. It's crazy, you know, because I just sit in a chair and they ask me questions. <laughs> He's an absolute gem. He's living the dream as Will Buxton. And I can say that you do more than just sit in a chair, mate. Will's been a major part of helping people understand the tactics and politics that goes on in F1. I can't for one have an... I can for one. I'm not... And for one who enjoyed the sport a lot more after watching the series, and I can't wait to see what's to come, both on the screen and on the track. That is cheers to Will Buxton. Absolutely. Cheers to Will Buxton. He was a, a total professional. Uh, Kempi, it's been great having you on the show this week, mate, and we'll, we'll absolutely love the next couple of months we're going to have. Um, you've brought a keen sports mind and plenty of laughs. One of the highlights of the week would have to be Alan Sharrick, who recalled once leading you... Oh, this was yeah, that hurt. This was apocalypse on the punt. We thought we'd have a bet on a horse called Steely Dan. I told the boys it could not get beaten. We put a thousand to win on it in those days. It got beaten, and I've never seen two sixteen-year-olds rolling around on the floor. They didn't go anywhere that night. Oh, that is just brutal. Look, a full rack—that's a lot of money. Love your confidence, Kempi and um, Alan Sharrick. Total legend. So good to have him on the show. Cheers to you, Al. Cheers, Big Red. Yeah, Big Red. Hopefully we'll get him back on the show. And one more, lads, just to finish the week off. I'd like to finish the week by remembering the great Shane Warne. The king will forever be remembered for his fearless nature and passion for the sport he loved so dearly. It was a painful loss and one that's been dealt, felt and dealt dearly by those that were lucky enough to know him. But Shane was a man who brought joy to so many lives and it was evident by the stories that some of his friends and colleagues have shared with us since passing. Oh, wow. Warnie, Warnie wasn't playing. Warnie was in the dressing room. It said, hey, Warnie, 
well, we've got some boys here. Do you fancy a night out? And he said, mate, always up for a night out. And he walked down. <laughs> and as he got to the seat, he looked at Joey and went, no. And went back into the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> he just made life fun. He just made you laugh constantly, you know? Just the ultimate um, showman who, who loved being the centre of attention and loved being in the middle of a cricket mm. ground showing off his skills. There you go. Some absolute kind words from Matty Johns Macker and our own Bears, McCullum. Reswell King, you will not be forgotten in a while. If there's someone that can flip the switch, Shane Warne was one of them. Loved a little banter and a little fun, bit of fun off the field, but when he went onto that, that pitch, he just turned it on and turned it up, mate. He's an absolute champion and long live, live the king. Well done, lads. We got through that one. Beautiful, uh, beautiful, Izzy. Well done, Kempi. Good week with you, mate. And uh, someone who, who spoke about Shane Warne actually the morning of Saturday morning was Ian Smith. And I reckon Smithy might be back today. So we'll catch up with him, find out how his week's been going, what he made of the White Ferns last night. After this, uh, we'll sleep on it with Smithy. That was the Friday Tibble. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.